0: Hello and welcome. Well, did you know that scientific research confirms that playing outside is beneficial for children, their mental health and their overall happiness and development? also that children who spend more time outdoors just end up happy adults and just don't we want that for all of our kids. Now thinking back to our childhood you know we each have an abundance of memories enjoying being outdoors and integrating with the natural environments and elements of fresh air, the soil, sun, Grass and trees. So, you know, if you're a parent who has continued your love of the outdoors with an adventuring spirit and you've just wondered, you know, how can I plan outdoor adventures with my infant or toddler or little one that is enjoyable for the whole family, you know, with a view, of course, of creating new memories, then you're in the right place. Now, today, we are going to share four tips for outdoor adventuring with infants, toddlers and little ones with our special guest, Tiffany Drogue, now co-founder of Jumply. Now, their mission is to enable to build strong connections with your children through play and adventure and outdoor travel. Now, thanks for joining us, Tiffany. How are you?
1: Good, good. Thank you so much for having me on. Very excited to <laughs> um, yeah, reach out and talk to all your awesome um, followers today about what we love doing and getting kids outside and you're right about just being you know bringing up happy kids happy families that's what we're all about
0: a hundred percent. Now you and your husband, Nathan, love the outdoors so much that you created your own range of outdoor gear specifically designed to help support families and their outdoor adventures. Did you realize that, I guess, most of the baby products available in the market, that they just weren't built um, for being used in the outdoors and weren't maybe as functional as just they needed to be. So I thought, well, why not? We'll just create our own. Is that what happened?
1: Exactly. So after Tana, so she's now four, so the first of our <laughs> first daughter was born, um, we decided that we're like, look, this gear that we're buying, you know, out the, the beautiful nappy bag, the tote style bag that we, you know, you're told as a mother, this is what you have to get to be a mother. You've got to get this tote bag. Um, so you're like, okay, I'll go get it. You know, I'll pay a couple of hundred bucks, if not more. I won't tell Nathan, I paid more. Anyway. Um to get it. And then I was just like, this just isn't working. Like I'm a PE teacher by trade. I'm active. I've spent time overseas working in the snow fields. You know, I've always been outdoors, the beach and everything. And I'm like, you know, with a family, I just didn't want the adventure to stop. Um just because, you know, I had a family and I didn't have the gear to be able to support me along that that journey too. So I'm like, that was sort of the, the brief. I'm like, Well, why are we lugging like, this bag around? It's not working for us. And it was actually the epiphany moment. I was um feeding Tan one night and I just Started grabbing a um a pencil and a paper. I just started sketching the design for our first our backpack. And I'm like, okay, it needs to have this <clears throat> and that because you know, mums still need their their little mummy gadgets and stuff in the bag. I didn't want to just design a backpack that you could get anywhere. That wasn't what I was about. I was about getting a backpack that also had the baby features mixed in with your outdoor bag. So I guess taking more inspiration from your outdoor stores than um your baby your baby brands is sort of where we kind of positioned ourselves. And it's just been rolling. Um, from then on and we were like well there's got to be other parents out there too that are just actually even want to be out with their kids and they just want to bag back can grab and go and they've got all that they need so yeah if that's um yeah that's what to, I guess we've done and it's just you know purely mum innovation I realized that there was a problem with what was out there and I've just done something about it.
0: And, and so many mumpreneurs and dadpreneurs out there have um, I guess gone out to buy a product um, and or a service and they couldn't find it and just thought well if it doesn't exist, I'm going to create it. And I think it's inspiration for anyone watching and listening that potentially has their own idea that they're thinking the same thing for themselves as well because, you know, I think it's it's, it's quite inspirational to see what you've actually done and taking that concept into a real-life thing that is now sort of helping and changing the lives of, of more families as well. So congratulations on that. I think it's really inspirational. So that's just that's Thank awesome. You. <laughs> and Thank you. Know, you. <laughs> and I guess, you know, in an ideal world, children should be spending much more time outdoors just in general than they currently are as we know um you know the introduction of technology over the years and our generation has definitely seen that being decreased and of course currently the use of screens has contributed to this a great deal so i just wanted to know just initially like what your thoughts are on on this overall it's a really tricky
1: one look i have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and you know i own a business too and i'm going to be honest like you know when chase goes down for a nap my two-year-old like you know i'll pop the tally on for tan so i can get get a bit of work done but it's not it's not every day um as well i think it's all about the balance if there is such a thing as a balance um and you know just having a bit of screen time and that and the amount of stuff that tan picks up from her shows you know quite educational shows i'm like she knows stuff from watching that so i don't think it's it's you know it's all totally wasted time and you know kids you know when they get to school like she'll be able to do more than on an ipad than probably what i ever will know so they're gonna need that and absolutely to, you know to be able to get jobs and stuff so i think it's so important but monitoring it and making sure that um kids aren't you know dangerous with technology i guess one thing you know being a, a PE, high school PE teacher you know we see with the sort of your sevens your eights you know you know knowing that they're using their technology and stuff correctly for mm-hmm. for proper uses um, so that would just be my thing you know monitoring what they're doing all the time and um yeah, it's it's the world we,
0: we're going to well, live. I, I think what you think you really touched on. Um you know a really key point that it is balance you know there was um an interesting survey and study um not too long ago by dell you know the computer company dell Mm. um, and a large percentage i think was over 80 percent of the jobs in the future that children of this generation are going to be working in haven't even been created yet so technology Mm. is something that we do need to integrate and have into children's lives but it is crucially about that balance and this is Mm. what we're sort of talking about today is you know on the flip side of the importance of kids understanding um, it's just the benefits of outdoor play and how and and just being outdoors in general I think Um, Mm. so I think you touched on a really important um, point there it's just about finding sort of some form of balance I think that's really important Mm. and you know but but talking about the benefits of outdoor play they are widely documented um, and they're not only beneficial um, but they're crucial for children's healthy brain development so I wanted to ask you what do you think um, and, you know, why do you think it is such a priority to get kids outdoors?
1: Yeah, great one. It's all about hands-on learning. Yeah. Like if you, you know, you can show them pictures of kids playing in the mud or whatever, right, but to get that feeling, the squelchiness between their fingers, like that, it's that fine motor skill, you know, that they're getting um, with that and having sand run through their fingers, that kinesthetic feeling that they're getting is is super important and that you can't get you know, from, I guess, books and stuff, and being inside, um, obviously, unless you're at a you know, indoor um, childcare and they've got that inside. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about here. You know, actually getting them outside into nature and getting them, you know, rugged, feeling that dirty, um, dirty feel. And also, you know, um, looking at their gross motor skill too, being able to run as fast <sighs> as they can using their whole body. You can't do that inside. You know, climbing a tree, problem solving, you know, climbing up a tree. Um, and those feelings of, you know, what they're doing and feeling proud of themselves when they're achieving these, um, these tasks as well, I think is really important. And they're, you know, they're constantly, um, having all these sensory experiences as well that you don't get from just sitting inside or yeah. playing, you know, with their, their toys, you know, their nature, the nature, the, the, the sounds that are coming. As I said, yeah, the dirt, sand, um, all that stuff's really important for them. Um, to- as they're totally having agree. embodied experiences. I think that they can't get inside. So getting them out um, is really good. And look, as you sort of touched on looking at their their overall health, they're looking like social, um, their social health as well. You know, having a buddy to play with, even the siblings, Like it's not sometimes enough to just say, yeah, go play outside. Sometimes they do need a friend or some encouragement, you know, all kids are different. Mm-hmm. Um, so some kids will be happy to go out there and play for hours, just climb and climbing on one tree or playing in the sandpit, right? Where other kids, they do need that social. And social health is so important. Like we know, you know, moving, um, you know, through their lifespan, like social health <laughs> is really, really important there too. So it really touches on, yeah, social, mental, physical health, all those things. I like get outside and it's going to tick all the boxes, not to mention obviously the really good health benefits, you know, looking at cardiovascular health, you know, decreasing obesity and um, yeah. helping, you know, that that lifelong physical activity is what, you know, we inspire, <laughs> all PE teachers inspire to. You know, pass that on um, to kids. So then, well, you want an adult who's physically active, getting outside. They're going to pass that on to their kid, and then their kid's going to pass it on to their kids. So it's sort of that sustainability. If they're having positive experiences outside, it's more likely they're going to pass that on. So absolutely, and then we'll have a a healthier world. Fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> well, that, 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 that falls perfectly into the Kitty PD mission statement, which yeah. is to be able to enable parents to be all they can be, to give it to their children so they can have the life they deserve, so they can then pass it on for their children and generations to come to, to build a bigger, better Australia. Well, that's our mission statement. So you've basically yeah. just relayed that back to us, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
1: same, same Perfect passion. synergy. Love it. Perfect
0: synergy. It's what we're about. Absolutely. Exactly. But you know, what you just said is absolutely right. You know, playing outdoors helps children with their fine motor skills, their hand to eye coordination, muscle strength, and just their overall health and well being. Um, and of course, during this COVID era of our life, which we all hope is not going to sort of go on forever, this is just going to be mm. one stage, hopefully, just a story that we are going to p- pass down through generations to say this is what we experienced and <laughs> there is an end date. But it's also, you know, being outdoors is, is a great social. Uh, distance activity as well but you know products such as yours that promote physical activity can make a really big difference in the child's development um, and physical activity allows children to learn new life skills that involve like different types of movement and just physical activity but i'd love to know because you've got two kids so you know did you notice that being active with your two children helped strengthen their bodies and just overall that helped their like a uh, coordination too absolutely yeah getting them out outside like if the
1: sun's yeah. out you're out like if it's not raining, you're out. And and yeah, like our mission was just, you know, making everything easy. Parenting card right? We know it's it's you know, you have your days, you're like, Oh, I just can't do it. But we just want to make parenting just one percent easier that you can just grab your bag, you know it's packed, you know, out you go, just for a walk, chuck in the bottom of the pram or jump in the car if you're allowed, you know, whatever. Just get going outdoors. On and just get outdoors and then we sort of so we started with our obviously our, our nappy backpack and now we're sort of you know developing other accessories they were like oh hang on this would be really cool on your adventure as well and this and that and like we're using it so other people you know would like it too like so we did our um a picnic mat and we've got some sunnies and you know hats and just sort of all your outdoor <laughs> gear that it's the good trying to be that one one-stop shop yeah just to, to make it easy
0: and, and like, talking about the developmental benefits of playing outdoors and just the adventures of outdoors, can you maybe just go through what you think that they are overall? So,
1: yeah, absolutely. The, the sun, like it, it's getting vitamin D, it's got so much health benefits. So looking at yeah, your bone density and, you know, um, yeah, like so decreasing any bone, bone problems, I guess, that they might have later in life. That vitamin D is so, so important. Um, you know, decreases affect our heart disease and diabetes and cardiovascular health, um, you know, issues, just yeah, just by getting them outside. And one of the best things that I know, you know, you think, yeah, get get them outside, get the, the vitamin D into them, right, and they'll, they'll be tired and everything. But what sunlight actually does, it's got a hormone called melatonin and that we sort of call it the sleepy hormone. So it might not necessarily make them sleep through the night, but it can kind of help them get a bit drowsy sooner so that's why it's also really good to get them out and about in that sunlight. So, you know, you know that your, your, your night routine cause that'd be a little bit easier given the fact they've got a bit of vitamin D, um, they've got yeah the melatonin in them. It's going to kind of kick in to make them a bit drowsy and hopefully make bedtime sooner because I know common misconception can be get them outside, get, they'll get tired. Yes, they do, 100%. But also there's that other effect too of, you know, the hormone um, melatonin that they are exposed to. During that sun, that sun place, I guess, too. So, why yeah. not get them outside?
0: <laughs> and um, I've, I've, there's been a recent study also. Um, we've just recorded a an interview just um, recently that the um, people um, who have contracted COVID, if they had higher levels of vitamin, of vitamin D in their system, they actually, their symptoms were nowhere near as severe as what someone who had lower levels of vitamin D. So, it's just a, more just a, you know, one of those. Trivia questions. I know. It's incredible. So for everyone, I think it's really important for us to have more vitamin D. But overall, I've done some research and have a few sort of on my list as well I'd love to chat to you about. So the first one is the development of gross motor skill development. And, of course, as a PE teacher, you would know all about that. But an outdoor environment provides children with, you know, the space that they need to be able to practice big movements or big motor skills such as, you know, running, jumping, galloping, skipping and hopping. So it's really, really great for their gross motor skills um as i said as a pe teacher you would know more so than anyone else about that (laughs) Uh, and of course the next one of course is balance and coordination so you know when playing outdoors kids um can sort of be exposed to uneven surfaces and um bumpy sort of you know surfaces Mm. and even sand can be soft and slippery and there's going to be slopes or hills you're going to be going up and down on your adventures and obstacles um and things to negotiate around like rocks and gardens and, and and all of these things, of course, we know are built into play equipments in early education centres. So all of these situations will help challenge the child to balance um, a lot more when they're sort of playing inside and just sort of help them, their muscle strength. And talking about strength, the next one is grip strength as well and having stronger shoulders and arms and hands can um, help children to have, um, you know, the strength and control um once again, with fine, fine motor stuff, but even with riding and using scissors and that sort of stuff. So initially, mm. what are your thoughts on those? I've got more, but I just wanted to know your thoughts as, a, as an XPE teacher on those sort oh, of yeah. muscle strength things.
1: Coordination is, yeah, so important. Like everything reverts back. As you say, the fine motor, the, the gross <laughs> motor, it all comes into coordination. Um, yeah, in coordination skill there. So it really is one of those yeah, fundamental motor skills that is like at the top. Of the As list. well, um, yeah, to make sure that they're covering that because, like you know, we want our little people to be active. They're doing their sports and you know stuff like that on the weekend when we can get back into it, right? So, and coordination is almost a cornerstone of everything you're going to be doing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, building up that coordination of kids. Like we were just out at the park before, and um, Tan was more keen about just walking along a log. You know that takes coordination and it, um, to be able to balance her, you know, balance herself, have her arms out while she's doing that and it's just stuff that it just happens you know she wouldn't be able to do that inside at home like suddenly she's you know up high she's got a log she's got to climb on she's working the
0: balance and it's Different just like you know, obstacles and it, they could ever experience indoors yeah
1: yeah opportunities Absolutely. everywhere like and like i said i was just at a, an oval just with a, a friend and there was a yeah a um a log there and then the kids were and there was a like a clubhouse with a baseball um club and the kids they just played going up and down the stairs like they were running up and down the stairs and around like this little circuit and then balancing on the log it's like there it wasn't even play equipment or anything there It's like they just found you know <laughs> kids are very creative beings they they find stuff to do like essentially we just had an oval as well and then they found they find it <laughs> to climb on. And, and you know it was good they're outside they're 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 you know socializing there was a, another little friend there as well you know small social distancing is you know, that's the thing with kids um and yeah, like I think the yeah, coordination that yeah, the fine and gross really motor skills it's so important and you, you you know, you you really want to expose them to as much early on as you as can. Possible. I see 100%. it like Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I work a lot with the older kids. So I kind of get sometimes, you know, the kids that you can tell like they haven't had that um exposure early on. Uh and they, you know, they automatically what always hurt my heart was they've already set in their mind like, I'm oh not good at PE so I'm not going to try it. It's like, no, well, you can still, you know, you can definitely still do your best and always try, but sometime along the way, you know, it comes in that mental psyche. I guess they've made up their mind, oh, I'm never going to be good at that. But it's
0: not but the okay. earlier we can introduce these skills and yeah, the need better. Yeah, positive experience. You yeah. And then... Also, um, as, a, as a PE teacher, you'd probably agree with the fact that it can help with attention and behaviour. You know, children, as we know, are hardwired to move. As you just saying with your kids, yeah. um, <laughs> and so they, you know, well, and generally I mean, they can they find it hard to sit still and just to concentrate. So, you know, giving um, children a good dose of physical activity, um, you know, you might find that their attention and behaviour can improve because they've just burnt off all their energy. Have you found that at all?
1: Yeah, there's yeah, been heaps of studies done. Um, on that saying you know looking at different um uh, being outside or like, particularly in nature when you're really feeling you know the what earth's got to got to offer, I guess if you can say like, yeah. you you're know, out in nature, it does have better um, benefits for yeah focus and attention. Um, yeah for kids in the classroom and whenever I could if I was doing like PE theory or whatever I'd try and get them outside like we just go sit on an oval and do our class out there
0: oh, and the kids that. kind of
1: <laughs> yeah they kind of think like oh this is this is really cool like they actually you'd think they'd run away and they would just go and play but they're actually they did focus like you you know you kind of pick and choose sometimes your, your classes that you, you would do it to um, but and then kids like that you wouldn't do it every class obviously but you know just that thing to point break point it up point. and <laughs> yeah yeah so get them get them outside sitting on the grass and yeah, um, yeah and break it up because yeah uh, it's just so and, important to get them
0: overall it's really great for like creativity and problem solving too i hear that the outdoor environment can be considered a blank canvas with lots of opportunity for creative play and problem solving as well so you know sticks can become fishing lines or swords or walking sticks or like you said before like a balance beam or something as well mm. um so and even a long spoon for storing mud a stick can be lots of different things or mud pies i remember making mud pies and um you know all of those fun things so you know the, the options are really endless as well for creativity what do you think about that
1: yeah oh 100% and seeing it with like tana so my 4 year old she's so creative like the the game that they were playing before they had Elsa they had an argument over who was Elsa who was Anna to start with um and then one of them was they agreed. one of them was Elsa then I think one of them was a fireman and they were running around up and down these ladders and yeah just the creative play. I could see it though it was so real and they were going to these games she was using her powers and it was just like it was going for it in their in their mind and then yeah the logs they were like the castle and it was just it was just brilliant watching it as a parent seeing that and then yeah, just giving them that opportunity to just be creative. Um, As I well. think, and, yeah, turn, yeah, turn like we make out the front of our house is like a bird bath, and neighbour has a bird bath, and we play with them. They've got similar age kids, and they do like a big, like a witch's stew, like they get all the little flowers, little bits of grass, oh, and they, wow, you know, cool. mix, they're all witches around the stew, and yeah, just that, yeah, it's an object, it's a flower, but no, that's a worm, like you know, that changing the thing of what they're kind of doing, and it's, yeah, it's so important for their um you know, their development yeah
0: think, so. um great examples <laughs> and, <Yeah>. and <laughs> next, the next thing is is risk taking as well you know there's no better place for a child to learn um than outdoors and and, and taking risks and and learning the consequences of risk taking uh than during outdoor play you know of course when a child climbs up a slippery slope or up a tree or maybe even onto a trampoline. Um, they're learning about the risk um, associated with that. And, uh, I mean, I, I personally think this is better learnt with um, your supervision and under pa- uh, parental supervision. Um, and when your child is younger, as you just said earlier, um, as a result of taking risks when playing outdoors, than when they're older and, you know, for example, when they're allowed to drive a car. So I'd love to know mm. just your thoughts on this, this point overall.
1: Uh, yeah, I think having a, a controlled environment, obviously, you know, where you can they're safe I think but it is important and I know Tan she's at that real stage being four years old like pushing that independent she's like I want to do this on my own now let me do it let me do it and if she falls we'll have a little bit of a cuddle and I guess they always just over and not letting her ever try and yeah. that confidence. they're going to take that to school right and you know we want to grow confident kids that um you know that and and also they're going to you know speak up when things don't feel right like if you've got a confident kid they're going to be yeah, be be able to, I guess, talk for themselves, and hopefully down the track, when something's not right, be like, oh no, actually, I don't think that's the right way to do that, or I don't think someone might get hurt if we do this. Like There's it's moving that whole, it. yeah, that whole um, holistic approach of you know raising humans, which you know, it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting task, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all we can that do that is that guide that them.
0: That <laughs> them. Yeah, and of course, the last but not least, of course, is just the fitness and health, which we know, you know, all of the physical activity your child does when outside to help improve their strength their fitness uh their bone density like you were just saying as well and just their overall health and well-being so the, the really when you dissect it all there's so many layers and there's there's so much that the children benefit in just being outdoors much more and um you know like, like i was saying products like yours that give parents the opportunity to be able to make that easier for them to be able to get kids outdoors is just um it's really inspirational as well but I'd love to know from your perspective, why do you think it's so important to nurture an adventuring spirit with children just in general?
1: I think, you know, as a kid growing up, they're my best memories. And I just want to be able to pass them on to my kids as well. Like, you you know, so much of your childhood, you, you probably won't remember, but you remember the times you went camping or you went to the snow. And, you, you know, those are the times that are just so important and you do nurture. Um, so I think that's yeah, that's what we're sort of all about is really creating those great experiences so that then it's that sustainability thing, right? So that they have those awesome experiences and then they're gonna pass it on to their kids and then Bob's your uncle, sustainability, right? Just kind of keep going. Yes, so, percent. Yeah.
0: continuing on from that, you know, we published your article and I just wanted to acknowledge that. Uh, and the title of the of the article is four tips for outdoor adventuring with infants and toddlers. Now for someone who hasn't read the article yet, can you please just tell us a little bit about the article and just the overall inspiration for the piece? So
1: we basically wanted to yeah, reach out to get our message out that, you know, um, we want to create adventurous families, you know, and have the right gear to kind of get out there. And, and basically a lot of people um, believe, you know, when you become a parent, you know, life's on hold. And we just sort of wanted to, do an article to say no it's not on hold you know we've got some gear that can help you get out and about because we know you love adventure and we want you to be able to share that with your kids too so why not bring them both bring them both together kind of marry them in um and yeah write a good article about yeah how to get get out and about with your, your family and your, your awesome um yeah yeah your kids so making it as easy as possible just to grab the gear and go i guess and and one thing like involving them in the process I think is really important Important too. So yeah, giving them a little bit of responsibility. Um, Like I know with Tan, she's got a little backpack that she'll, you know, she'll pack a water bottle and and, um, a snack and stuff like that into. Um, Make sure if you're giving that responsibility, make sure you know you do just do a quick little double check that they've got their water bottle and their hat, So kind of you know two main um, things in there. But also with even Chase, like he knows now, put his little his water bottle in our backpack. So involving them in that experience and getting out of the house in, I guess, a positive way means, like, okay, course. we're leaving the house. Everyone's happy. It's not a stressful situation. <laughs> That's kind of what we're all about. And they like having their little jobs. I think. I um, that. So when they are, yeah, leaving the house too, so... Yeah. And
0: in the article, you share four tips to inspire parents to help instill a love for the outdoors um, in young children. So I'd love to just go through just briefly those with you now. Um, and the first one is about um, making, um, I guess, outdoor activity a priority. So I just wanted to maybe just expand on that a little bit. Yeah, so
1: yeah, in, we have busy weeks, right? So, you know, by the time you've got, when you know life does go back to normal, um, you've got you know, kids are in daycare or whatever, you know, during the week or school. So you might only have weekends, um, to kind of make your priority area, your priority time to get out and about with your kids. And also, if you want to involve dad in the process or your partner in the process too. Um, so just booking in that time where it's like, you know, a non-negotiable, obviously, you've got a weather dependent, right? But making that time to say, okay, this is priority no matter what. Uh, we're getting out. We're going to have a, everything all ready to go the night before. Um, and let's go out on our adventure as priority for this day to get the kids out, have an awesome experience um, and, yeah, have a lot of fun together. So just, yeah, we booking that time, I guess, to say this is what we're going to do, make it priority and get out and go.
0: So just reiterating, the first point is start early and make regular outdoor play a priority. The second point is equip yourself with go anywhere kid friendly gear. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so having gear that I guess is going to work with you and it's actually going to help you on your adventure, um, and be, I guess, a part of the, the family, the family adventure. (laughs) Um, so we, that's how we sort of base the design of our, um, adventure nappy backpack that we knew would have all the features in there, um, that you would need for sort of a lot of different situations like travel, traveling, you know, through airports, having passport pockets and having wet, dry pockets for, um, going you know to the beach and whacking the kids clothes in there um, having separate nappy storage for you know um, cleanliness um, issues and stuff like that and water bottle profits um, particularly one on the side so also so water is always at the forefront of your mind so are of you going to drink it more yeah. and then kids, yeah and then the kids know where it is too so it's you know it's you know we all need to drink more water so it's always in um yeah it's just it's, it's always there for them so having those sort of pockets externally was really important to us and and the main part that I think makes our bag really cool that um v pocket on the front it's like a pack and stuff pocket and that was purely designed because Tana has this little um unicorn um teddy right a little flat thing with a head and that was like her thing forever and that was her little settling thing so that would always be the last thing that left the house um you know with us before we went so I had to just have a pocket I could just stuff it in I could see it there um, and he kind of just, you know, just put it in and then go. So, everything that was designed about um, this adventure nappy backpack was purely based on, you know, my experiences as as a mum, I guess. So, um, and we wanted this bag to be rugged, obviously, and it's so all water resistant. So, if it gets rained on, if it gets um, snow or whatever, it's okay be fine as well. Yeah. So,
0: so, so back, what do you think yeah. parents should look for in, in an adventuring bag then?
1: Um, so, yeah, something that, is um like a water resistant shell. it would be really important so you don't want to worry about getting um your stuff wet particularly if you have like an ipad or you know if you're traveling you've got an ipad in your or a computer in your bag having a pocket for that too mm-hmm. you know you do have quite valuable stuff in there if you are traveling so making sure it's water resistant i would say too um, and it has some security sections for you know for yeah for passports and also we've got um yeah, RFID protection so um to preventing the card skimmers so there's a pocket in there that would block any card skimmers that were trying to steal your identity um, or information you know on a holiday that would be horrible you know someone steals all your cards too so having little, little I guess techy features like that you know to bring into our modern day life is also good but <laughs> hey it's the end of that it is still it's a, a nappy bag too so we've got all the nappy storage and And having enough nappies, um, in your bag that you don't want to have to cut your adventure short just because you're like, Oh no, I've only got two nappies left. So and so's just done a massive tsunami. Let's, you know, that's going to take up one nappy. Um, and I've only got one left and I still want to be out for another couple of hours. So we want to have enough, um, storage in the backpack that you can stay out all day and you don't even have to worry about it. What a great um, idea. I think we fixed that, yeah. so yeah. plenty of
0: internal pockets, including easy access pouch at the front, like you said, is really important. So a separate nappy, nappy compartment to maintain hygiene, which is really important throughout the day. Of course, like you just said, just depending how many times you change your nappy um, on your dementia, um, water repellence is really Um, important to have that material to protect against um, sun shower or a downpour if you're out and about and it it is raining and wet dry compartments to keep things fresh and organized and a washable wipe clean lining as well within the the bag itself would you say those Mm. things are all, all pretty important
1: yeah and comfortable as well like I know when I was designing it I was speaking to the manufacturer I said okay so this is sort of strap design that I want what's the most amount of Foam padding that I can actually put in. Like we're designing a bag for parents to be out for a good couple hours, right? And quite, you know, carrying a decent load as well. Um, so I need it needed to be comfortable. Um, as so, well, yeah, parents could actually, yeah, could do that. So that's why we have like the little chest straps and um stuff like that in it too, just to make it sit a bit better on on your back. So as that's well. why I said at the start we've taken a lot of inspiration more from your outdoor adventure brands um, than particularly
0: looking at your your baby brands. As well, and and talking about um, you mentioned before about involving involving kids in the preparation. You know, as we know, kids thrive on modelling their behaviour of their parents, um, and seeing you know you as a parent packing your bag um, you can begin to teach kids I guess the sense of responsibility um, with their own as well so I guess you know any other points that you've got to share about how parents can best involve an infant who maybe is a little bit too young to carry a backpack is it's about sort of keeping their hands busy on the trek and being outdoors with you know sun smart activities or a walking stick or something like that what are your thoughts yeah
1: absolutely um yeah, a little um walking stick or oh, I know Chase loves picking flowers. Can you pick the the most beautiful flower you can find? You know, give me a flower or something like that. Just there, involve them in, in the the nature experience. So I think with Chase he's he loves um yeah, he'll put his water bottle in the side pocket. Um and also I make sure can you get your hat for me? And you'll put his hat in. Um they're kind of his little two responsive. he's only two, but he's all too two responsibility um bits that he puts in where Tanji. She quite often she just just you know offload her stuff in my bag too, um, <laughs> but but um, yeah she'll also have her own little, little backpack too. And I guess a, a point on that is if they do have their own bag, make sure it's you know it's not too heavy and it's age appropriate for them to be able to carry it. And you didn't um, put too much you heavy know, stuff
0: you, in there as well. Yeah, and, and that it
1: can't carry it. Yeah, then they're like, hey mum, you need to carry my backpack. So then suddenly you've got two things to carry. That's not what we're trying to achieve here. So make sure you know, and that's where you're giving them the responsibility of them packing it themselves is like oh no you know you're you're packing it this is your bag you're responsible responsible for it wherever you put it down or whatever yeah. you got to make sure it
0: teddy's coming along and so. that's yep yeah, that's the most important yeah. thing <laughs> um, yeah. the next point as well is tear up the itinerary and embrace unstructured play now as we know the government have a, ha- a heap of different health recommendations and in particular for children aged one to five they specifically specify that play should allow children to do a whole heap of different things being practice a range of different movements and use their imagination, experience a variety of play spaces um, and set up their own sort of play areas and feel empowered when and however they can. So everything that we've spoken about today with parents getting their kids outdoors and encouraging more outdoor play pretty much covers everything that the government regulations are actually saying to do. So as the point in your article states, Parents should really just tear up the itinerary and just get outdoors and just embrace that unstructured play and just enjoy the the fresh air, don't you think?
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, getting out outdoors is the best, and you know, and it, you never know where your adventure is going to go. You think that you're going to go one way, and then suddenly something happens. Okay, all right, let's go the other way, and and they have an amazing time. Um, you know, quite often, sometimes when you don't, yeah, as you say, unstructured play when you don't have plans, it's like when they have the best experiences too, and and that's something is like when we become um, parents, you know, particularly parents who always love traveling before kids, you can't come at it the same way that you would travel when you didn't have kids.
0: That yeah. makes sense.
1: Like kids, you know, got to factor in nap, nap, nap times and, um, yeah, they, they need their downtime as, as well. And you can't do a million different things in one day, you know, jam-packed day full of itinerary. The kids isn't going to handle it. It's going to be a horrible experience. So what I sort of say is just have one activity that you're going to achieve, you know, during that day on your holiday or whatever put everything into it, you know, factor around, keep their nap times and everything um, as, you know, usual as possible. Because once again they're in, you know, they don't know, you know, they're in a unfamiliar environment too. Yeah. Um, so keeping, you know, to your routines and stuff can be good. But yeah, just yeah, embracing what what, you know, whatever happens on your travels and just roll with it.
0: An and experience. I think, you know, overall the more exposure the infants, toddlers and just children have overall to exploring the wonders of, you know, the outside world, uh as we just said and have discussed today, are are widely beneficial and will spark their cooperation and enthusiasm. And I guess the aim of the game is to give them just some sense of control and establish a positive association with all your outdoor expeditions. So once again, I think your products actually really do that. But for anyone watching and listening today, how would you summarize your key messages?
1: So we are, um, uh, our, our mission is we're creating a um, adventurous, um, fun mums and dads that are building their strong connections with their kids through mm-hmm. adventure, play and travel. So that's kind of, I guess, our, our mission and our mantra. Um, and that's every time we create a new piece of gear, we're like, okay, is this going to hit the mark there? So um, yeah, so basically we just want to have awesome experiences with our kids. So we're actually about to launch um, a Kickstarter campaign for our adventure baby carrier. So this is a baby carrier um, backpack that you put bubs in. So I I started to um, realise that there weren't many carriers out there that also had good storage. Like I have a big um, hiking carrier, but it was just massive and I'm quite, quite small. And so I wanted to design something that was for um, yeah, small and compact, lightweight, but also had good storage you could pop bubs in there. So they also had a good view um, of the adventure and what was going on Quite because quite often when we go to the zoo or places like that, sometimes the banisters are all quite low and the little one actually misses out if they're not quite up for being out of the pram and walking around on their own yet. They miss out on the action. So having bubs up high um, would actually help them yeah, yeah, get in more of the action. So that's actually really exciting. A Kickstarter campaign is launching on the... Um, on October the 19th. Um, so, yeah, you definitely want to keep in, in touch with what's going on there. So, yeah, jumply.com.au. will
0: have a lot of the information there. Awesome. And we'll have those links in the show notes as well. Awesome. Thanks Thank for you. sharing that. And if anyone's got any questions and or want to find out more about Jumply products, whereabouts can they find you guys in?
1: Yeah. So our website is jumply.com.au um, and Instagram is at jumply.au and same as Facebook um, at jumply.au um and you can always email me tiffany at jumpley.com.au
0: um,
1: yeah to, to reach out um that way
0: awesome and we'll have all of those links in the show notes i've really loved chatting to you today um and i've definitely learned a lot as well <laughs> so thanks for your time tiffany and all the very best of luck um with, with the business and no doubt you are going to sort of help make a difference to so many different um, families and children's lives around the country and of course overseas so congratulations. And well done again. But thanks again for your time. It's been great chatting with you. Take care. Thanks. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. I'm Rachel Monteleone and you've been listening to Kiddypedia, the podcast. You can have full access to Kidipedia by visiting our website at kiddypedia.com.au or following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. We're all here to help make the world a better place for our children and for generations to come. You can start today by helping us reach other parents by going to Apple Podcast, subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Thank you for listening and be sure to give my love to the kids.